more Goldman Sachs discussion, and name drop misinformation. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Incogni. Don't let companies exploit your personal information. Visit incogni.com slash macvoices and find out how to protect yourself. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. The Mac Voices Live panel had lots of thoughts on the Apple Goldman Sachs breakup over Apple Card, and also a lot of thoughts about the name drop misinformation that was being distributed by police departments. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Brian, you you had a point that I think is, it sounds insignificant, but I don't think it is. Yeah, I, I think it's similar to what um, Mark brought up from that article, but uh, I'm I'm a huge fan of that feature where you know the pay cycle or the the cycle for the bill is is uh, comes up at the end of the month. You know, it's very easy to remember. Uh, you know, whoever ends up you know taking over as a partner with Apple on this, I really hope they keep that benefit because you know that's one of many of those benefits that are so helpful and and uh, very consumer friendly. Yeah, it, there's no doubt. I mean, you never have to go and look and see, well, gee, when's my due date or whatever. It's like, right. you know, when I know exactly. Month. Yep, you know exactly when it is. And so you can plan accordingly. Um, you know, so there's, the- there's a bunch of like the iOS software and everything that goes with the card. And I wonder who's running that. I assume Apple wrote that because it's pretty good software. But is Apple, you know, how is that interfacing? I wonder how that works and how that how that's going to transfer. Assuming somebody else I, I, takes it over. If we go under the assumption that you said that Apple wrote it, then it's proprietary and they can take that code and that look and feel anywhere that they, they decide to go to if they continue with the Apple card. So, Right. I, I, that's what I'm assuming, but who, yeah. you know, who knows? We it, don't really it, know. That, well, it's that built seem- into the Apple wallet, too. That's why I think it's probably more proprietary. So. Yeah, that that would seem to be un- unbelievable to me that Apple would use somebody else's software for that. Um, you know, well, but at some point, kind of thing it, happen. at some point, that software is must be linking into Goldman Sachs. So, you know, uh, how is how is that well, happening? And so, what what, so, what does that take to switch that part? So, Jim, I think there's two parts. Yes, there's Goldman Sachs at the back end, but I, I think the fact you know that. Uh, the Apple Card, you know, creates a one-time unique ID valid for only that 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 transaction. I think that's something you know, unique, you know, and you know between Apple and uh, Mastercard for their network. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know. So Is that Apple Card does that or Apple Pay? Uh, well, certain it, it may it, it may be both. It, it may be both. I was not aware of that as Apple Pay. I was only aware of that for Apple Card, but uh, I, I, you know, we, yeah, we the, the big that. benefit, you know, a big benefit of Apple Pay is that you're not, you know, when when I use my watch, I'm not giving my card number to the to the retailer. Right. But I, I don't, I don't think that's true. If you know, if you hand them the card, I think it just works like a card. I don't know about that, but I th- I think if you use Apple Pay, you're not giving them your Apple right. Card number. But if you use, let's say, you know, one of your other bank cards, mm-hmm. then I think it is that bank card number. I don't think it has no, the same no, 
no, no, no, no, no. Because I don't have an Apple card. I, you know, I use a Bank of America Visa, and when I use my watch, the the uh, you know Target or whoever wherever I'm spending the money with, they don't get my Visa, my Bank of America Visa number. Okay, I did not did not know that. Um, there's I, a discussion. I was just going to add real quick that uh, uh, before I even had an Apple card, uh, my my bank issued credit card was a Visa card, and it's been I've been using that with Apple Pay since really day one. So, so it the the Visa thing's always been there with Apple Pay. It all depends on who the member bank is and whether they uh, collaborated. And of course, there were hundreds of banks that that worked with Apple on Apple Pay. So that's all. There's a discussion going in the chat room that. Um, Questioning because here we go. We have Apple Pay, we have Apple Cash or Apple Pay Cash. Was uh, Brett says that was dis- discovered at first, right? And then yeah. Brian, you said it was, and it moved away from that. Eric, you th- you think now Apple Pay is on the the Visa network? Yeah. If you if you delete your your the Apple Pay card and have it regenerated, when it gets regenerated, it's regenerated as a Visa. Which was useful to me because I go to Costco and now I can use it at Costco. Are you mean the Apple Card? Is that what you're talking about? No, Apple Pay. Hmm. Because it was Discover. If you delete it and then have it recreated, it gets recreated as a Visa. Talking about the Apple Pay Cash. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yes, the little cash thing that comes out to you know, you transfer money into it, and it's whatever that balance is. Right. Hmm. It was nice because I I tried to use my you know Apple Cash at Costco, and nope, nope, nope. And then somebody said, "Oh yeah, you just delete it, you added it in again, and now it's Visa." So it's very very useful now. So Mark brought up one question that, and and then we'll get away from this topic. But so let's just assume for a second that Apple Card goes away or you know under whatever circumstances it just it's no longer there apple pay will still work with existing bank credit cards is that yes. enough yeah. is oh, that yeah. enough to keep apple in the game is that because you know apple's going to get a piece of that action one way or another somehow so is the is the well, overhead of an apple card worth it to them at this point well, I think they get way more off of the Apple Card than they do off of Apple Pay. You know, agree. But is it enough? Because we've is seen Apple enough? walk away. We, we've is seen Apple. Away. There's, there's an implied for what? Is it enough for what, Chuck? What's your uh, full uh, question? En- enough, enough to keep them in the game. I mean, we've seen Apple walk away from different revenue sources because and our judgment has always been that it just wasn't adequate it just wasn't enough to keep them interested I and so brian I, there's one huge thing i think that apple's done over the last couple of years with their apple card that really i think keeps a lot of people in the apple ecosystem and that's splitting your payments up over time um if you're on one of the big three uh cell phone companies buying directly you can spread your uh purchase of your cell phone out um you can um, you know, buying a new Mac, buying an iPad, buying a watch, all those can be split into payments of either 24 or uh, some of them are 24, some of them are 12 months. And that I think that's huge to keep people in. 
Um, it'd be very wise for Apple to stay and keep Apple Card for that reason. I'm sure Apple would negotiate that with whoever their new replacement card mm-hmm. bank provider partner is. Yeah. yeah well, for sure. until until recently, the steel was running till 2029, and now Apple's pulling out of it. I, I you know, I don't. I think Apple is not. You know, if they weren't going to do anything, they would just let it run till 2029. They're, they're, they they want to change. They're not, you know, they're unhappy with, you know, I, my guess is Goldman was not performing the way Apple wanted. Apple wanted them to do stuff and Goldman wasn't doing it. So Apple was like, you know, we need to find somebody else that's got their stuff together. a board member that came out and used an expletive to talk about you know what it what a terrible deal this was mm-hmm. and how much they wanted out and then goldman seemed to have our artist this the consensus here was that goldman then had to backstep and say oh no we're, we're in for the long haul and so you know now i wonder if apple just got fed up with it and said you know what yeah if you don't want to be in business with us, we don't want to be in business with you. So hey, let's let's get I, out. I'm I'm sure Apple was very unhappy with that kind of leaks coming out of Goldman. Yeah. Well, that and somewhere I read today, uh, not the WSJ article, somewhere else, you know, that said that you know Apple is the merchant, you know, because you know they're <laughs> they're the one you know bringing people in, you know, they're the you know they're offering the their name on the card. You know, in merchant, you know, there's there's uh, terms of art you know, used within the credit industry, and I'll have a comment on that you know, to wrap up. Uh, but uh, you know, they say it's it's typical in cases like this. The merchant, you know, will you know contact the bank, you know, and tell them that they want to make a change. So I think maybe yes, Goldman's been belly aching and hearing about it for months and months and months. I think it's maybe now gotten to a point where you know, Apple's decided, okay, yes, you know, you know, we need to, we need to end this thing and work with our partner to, you know, get a workout solution. Having said that, you know, here's a, just by dumb luck, you know, there's this podcast called Acquired and it's uh, these two guys that, you know, tell, you know, the, the stories behind, you know, different companies and their business models. And it just so happened that the most recent episode, you know, talks about Visa and, you know, how Visa, you know, grew, you know, and, you know, starting from uh, the mid, you know, or you know, mid or late uh, 1960s, you know, how, uh, how it grew. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff. It's a long podcast and, you know, get dogs if you want to listen to things because you can, they're great for while you're walking them. But near the back end, uh, I think maybe the last 60 or 90 minutes, they talk a lot about you know the current day networks and uh, you know fee levels and so on and so forth. So um, you know if, if people really want to do more of a deep dive into understanding more about you know the relationships between, ultimately it's a five party relationship you know to make this work. So uh, I would recommend that uh, you know go into iTunes, you know look up uh, you know acquired podcasts and the most recent one. Uh, you'll learn more than you ever thought was possible. Good. Thank you. I didn't even know about that podcast. That sounds like a good one. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious oh, what the source of this story was. 
it's not, I don't see, you know, like it doesn't seem like, you know, there wasn't a press release from either company. Um, did the Wall Street Journal, were they the first ones that reported with and everyone else is following up there or what, you know, and, you know, where did this, where did this come from? Because it seems, you know, if Apple was going to really announce it, you'd think they'd have all these questions tied up. Like, you know, it, you know, here's our new, you know, provider or, or whatever it is they were going to do. This is kind of a weird Apple story and that it's incomplete and, and hanging and I don't see any sourcing. The first, the first place, yeah, the first place I saw it was the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, but, I, but, that seems likely to me, but they're, they're not. Yeah. I'm looking at the story; they're not saying based on you know, they're not saying what their source is. Well, I was just going to say that too. I think Jim has a good point: is that the article is not attributed to you know, it's uh, uh, to to anyone. No, there was no press release. Uh, no statement. Barclays, or excuse me, um, uh, Goldman hasn't said anything. Apple hasn't said anything. It, it's an article. I just, I, I agree with with Jim. Is that uh, uh, it? Just, it's not attributed to anything. So, but we've leak. also, it's a leak. Yeah, but, it's a leak. Yeah, yeah but we've also, since, yeah, but we've also. I, I'm not it. saying it's wrong, but I'm just, I, you know, it's yeah. just interesting that, um, you know, that's probably why, you know, that probably weren't. Probably Apple and Goldman weren't planning on this being out today. Oh, that's possible. Yeah, but it, it's you know, I this is where you start to almost get into the tinfoil hat club, where you know, if there's no press release, if there's no attribution, you know, is it is it one company or the other leaking the information, you know, to get it out there so that they, I don't know if they if they're controlling the message or they're just letting it letting you speculate. But if if Apple is the one that wants out, you would think that they'd be the one that would be having it postured as yeah they want to leave the relationship, so, which is what so. it, what it says. But you know you know the fact that they're saying well this, this nothing's really going to happen for twelve to fifteen months, so you know that's really weird. Like you know that leaves this you know consumers are going to be you know like well what do I do you know. Um, Gonna, it's going to make uncertainty and doubt for customers, and you know I'm sure Apple doesn't want that. So you know, well, you know. twelve to 15, twelve to fifteen month months is not an unreasonable time period for something like this to be disassembled. Um, Barry in the chat room says it's a Wall Street Journal exclusive. It broke at five twenty three p.m. five fifty three p.m. Excuse me, Eastern. So, um, I do have to say, as far as financials might go. Uh, if anybody who would benefit from a leak from this, it would be Goldman Sachs, considering uh, the the perceived losses they have had with the Apple Card. Plus, Wall Street Journal probably has lots of sources, more sources at Goldman Sachs than they do at Apple, most yeah. likely. Yeah. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Incogni. Don't let companies exploit your personal information. Visit incogni.com slash macvoices and find out how to protect yourself. Odds are that you've already been involved in some type of data breach. Even if you haven't been, it's increasingly likely. According to the 2021 Annual Data Breach Report by Identity Theft Resource Center, there were 68% more breaches in 2021 than the year before. That's why you need Incogni. Incogni's mission is to help you take back control of your data privacy. Data brokers collect your personal information 
and or sell it to other companies with just a few clicks of the mouse. Incogni can help you take back your data privacy just as easily. They deal with data brokers on your behalf so you don't have to spend hundreds of hours jumping through hoops. Incogni reaches out to data brokers on your behalf, requests your personal data removal, and deals with any objections from their side. Just three easy steps and you're on your way to better privacy. First, create an account with Incogni and tell them whose personal data they will be removing. Second, grant them the right to work for you. They will then contact data brokers on your behalf and request your personal data removal. Third, kick back and let them do the work. They handle any objections with data brokers and keep you updated on their progress every step of the way. With the 30-day money-back guarantee, Incogni is risk-free. Visit incogni.com macvoices, sign up, and find out just how easy it is to improve your privacy. That's incogni, I-N-C-O-G-N-I dot com slash macvoices, incogni.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Incogni for supporting macvoices. Let's move on. We we beat this one to death, and I knew it. I knew it would be intense. I didn't expect it to be quite that intense, but that's good. Um, but I want to um, I want to play the fire under David Ginsburg um, <laughs> with 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 this one, um, David. I'm going to let you just take this and run with it because I, it, unfortunately, my state is one of the uh, one of the police departments that is spreading this misinformation about name drop. Yeah, it was. It's it started with a couple of local police departments, uh, and I was very vocal on Facebook about this the last two days. Uh, my my local uh, municipality, as well as some other other areas in Illinois, but I saw it across the country too. And basically, what it was is it, it all these police departments were spreading all this misinformation about the fact that you know you got name drop, which of course we all know Apple released this uh, in iOS seventeen point one, and it was it was uh, it was. Uh, a great feature, but the thing is, there's complete security to this. You can't just go to someone's iPhone and say, "Okay, let me just send you this information," and you're just going to send it without approving it. So these these police departments would go through, and if you haven't done this already, oh my gosh, you got to turn off name drop and make sure that uh, because it's defaulted by on, this feature should be turned off, and you should be worried about concerning this when people are pop, 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 bumping this. I mean, come on, people, this is not a security problem. It got a lot of press. I mean, there, in fact, there was a Wired article about it. Uh, I mean, I was watching my local TV station last night, and I even took a picture of that on the screen that they even reported that this was misinformation, that it's not a security issue. And it was just absolutely just just infuriating to, to see something like this. And then, of course, you know, all the people that are on Facebook are falling for it, and they're sharing it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm right away with friends that I know, and, and Ben knows this. I'm friends with on Facebook. He saw my posts <laughs> that that – Hey, come on! This is not this is not a security problem, and everybody started posting it, and and I I just just couldn't believe I couldn't believe this. I mean, it's I understand when something's not secure. If it's not secure, sure, turn it off. And and if you don't want to use the name drop, sure, turn it off. I was talking to one of my coworkers this, this morning, and he he, had, he has unfortunately has to carry two phones with him. He has his work phone and his and his, and his personal phone. When he's got them both on top of each other, name drop is always going off. So he mm-hmm. had to, he has a good reason to turn them both off because he doesn't want that to happen with his with his two phones uh but 
that's just a, the case of the service itself needs to be turned off and not not the fact that this is a security problem and 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 the, and the press just runs with this stuff all the time but what makes it worse is that it's, these are police departments these are municipalities that, yeah. are, that are reporting it that, that that made it absolutely more infuriating than anything the press just grabs it so they can they can get some some clicks and and people watching the stories and but yeah, this this just kind of infuriated me, and I guess like I got mentioned on Mac OS Ken, so I guess I must have really triggered something here. So I have to go back and listen. I haven't heard it yet, but oh yeah, Ken Ken talked about it in his show today. You know that uh... apparently I got mentioned. So yeah, you <laughs> yeah. did. You did. Yeah. yeah. You know, for exactly the reasons you were saying that you know you're pointing yeah. out that it's uh, disinformation. Yeah, David I mean, will be David will be signing autographs after the show in case oh, you yeah. yes sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know, David. I mean, I'm I'm with you. This, yeah. I was really sorry to see Pennsylvania named. I think Illinois was named. I believe Ohio was named. Virginia as, was too. Was it okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's just it's a it's a real shame that, and it feels like back to some of our discussions about uh, legislative bodies and all, just not completely understanding the tech, no. but you know, jumping to it and saying, "Well, you you've got to fix this. We have to protect the children." And yeah, I, I don't know about you guys. Children are going to be doing this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I. I mean, I'm. Yeah. I'm getting to the point that every time I hear that phrase, the children. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm immediately suspicious, and and somebody's going to email me and nail me for that. But it's just like this is this is something that gets invoked every time somebody wants to do something that there there are at least two sides to the story, and that's what this felt like. Again, that you know, okay, chill, oh my God, children are going to be children are going to be walking around with their iPhone, and then any predator that you know is within two feet of them will be able to get their contact information, and it's just so not right. Yeah, 100%. and the yeah, the one thing I have noticed with this, um, it has seemed to go does it spread like wildfire in rural police department police and sheriff's department with with limited resources uh larger departments that had the resources to vet this i'm not seeing many of them posting it at all but you know the this my municipality where i in my area this is a town of 75 and 80,000 people so this is a big mm-hmm. city it's not it's not chicago it's not uh you know uh, aurora and naperville with the three largest cities in illinois but uh but still, that's a pretty good substantial uh, town that uh, that is reporting this, and they should know better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Craig in the chat room says, actually, our police department actually put out a, a post that uh, was the opposite and supports what David oh, says. And Barry said the children will probably know more about how it works than <laughs> most of the police departments, which is a great You nailed point. it, Barry. You really <laughs> that's did. great. You really did. Moral of story, don't get your tech uh, tech advice from police departments. Yeah. I'm shocked. I, I, but the story did get me to thinking about something because one of the one of the aspects of this is that the default is turned it's turned on. Yeah. And it got me to thinking about all the new features that we see come out in iOS and Mac OS and iPad OS. What should new features always be turned on? I mean, at what at what point do you say this is a feature, a new feature that gets turned on automatically, or that doesn't? You know, what that its default is off. I now, think I, this is a yeah, Jim. 
this is a feature. If you don't turn it on by default, don't even bother putting it in. Because imagine if it was off by default. And if you wanted to do this, then first, you'd, first thing you have to do is like, let's exchange contents. First, go into settings, go bup, 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 and then we'll tap our phones. Forget it. No one will ever do that. And it's just a useless feature. And I'm sure that's that's what um, the you know the engineers at Apple thought it through and said you know if we're going to do this, and they've got safeguards, so you know it doesn't do anything anyway. You've got to confirm, you know. So you know, oh, so somebody can make a a thing come up asking you. You just say no. So it's you know. I I agree with Jim and uh, quoting from Ken Ray's uh, podcast today. He pointed out that. If someone wants to share, you still have to approve it. It's not something exactly. that will happen automatically, yeah. unknown mm-hmm. to you in the background. Right. right. I mean, think of oh, no, go Brian. Sorry, I was saying. Think of all those features that come out that aren't necessarily heavily advertised. You know, they're great new features of the OS, and never learn about them. Or down the road, you're like somebody tells us about them, like, oh, I never knew that. Oh yeah, it's been around for you know two OSs ago. It's like really. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things. That's I, I love it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. This isn't yeah. the first time that there's been a touch devices to transfer contact information that's existed before. You know, and I've had people come up and try to tap phones to train even before this feature existed. They were doing it because on some devices it worked. And it's like, well, just bump a phone. And if it's there, it'll work. If it's not there, then I'll send it to you. They were probably from the future. They, there <laughs> used to be an app for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I, I think turning it on is great. And the people that bump their phones just to see will be pleasantly surprised. And, you know. Well, there have been a number of these that everybody solves the problem a little bit differently. Some solve it with a QR code. Some solve it with, you know, the bump. Um, in this case, it my perception is it would be NFC. I haven't really looked into exactly what the mechanism mm-hmm. is, but you know, th- at the end of the day, you know this this is an Apple endorsed way of doing it. So a, it's going to work with every iPhone, but b, you also should be able to feel pretty good about the security of it because it's built into the OS. It's not going through some third party server or. Right. having access to anything else because Apple's already got access to everything. So it, if anything, it feels like this should be a better way of doing it than maybe what all the people that are worried about what the kids have been doing up to this point have been doing. So, um, uh, Yeah. So Barry says for, for people who are not in the ecosphere, there's a, this, there's a discovery issue unless they're turned on by default. And Craig says, yeah, the people with Apple cards will. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. <laughs> Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Incogni. Don't let companies exploit your personal information. Visit incogni.com slash Mac Voices and find out how to protect yourself. Odds are that you've already been involved in some type of data breach. Even if you haven't been, it's increasingly likely. According to the 2021 Annual Data Breach Report by Identity Theft Resource Center, there were 68% more breaches in 2021 than the year before. That's why you need Incogni. Incogni's mission is to help you take back control of your data privacy. Data brokers collect your personal information 
and or sell it to other companies with just a few clicks of the mouse. Incogni can help you take back your data privacy just as easily. They deal with data brokers on your behalf so you don't have to spend hundreds of hours jumping through hoops. Incogni reaches out to data brokers on your behalf, requests your personal data removal, and deals with any objections from their side. Just three easy steps and you're on your way to better privacy. First, create an account with Incogni and tell them whose personal data they will be removing. Second, grant them the right to work for you. They will then contact data brokers on your behalf and request your personal data removal. Third, kick back and let them do the work. They handle any objections with data brokers and keep you updated on their progress every step of the way. With the 30-day money-back guarantee, Incogni is risk-free. Visit incogni.com slash macvoices, sign up, and find out just how easy it is to improve your privacy. That's incogni, I-N-C-O-G-N-I dot com slash macvoices, incogni.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Incogni for supporting Mac Voices. This one is intended almost as a PSA, but also I think it's something that I, I keep seeing pop up. That apparently uh, Google Drive users are seeing files disappear. Sometimes months of data it seems to be disappearing. Have any of you experienced any of you that use Google Drive? Have you experienced this or have not? Yeah, I think uh, it shows you. Go ahead, Ben. I think it sh- it shows how much I use Google Drive <laughs> uh, that I haven't noticed. It's basically at this point uh, just uh, just just storage for my uh, Gmail. Yeah, I mean, but- I use it. I mean, I use it uh, for my podcast because I have a I have a. Uh, G Suite account, so I, I keep a lot of stuff stored in there for for that, as well as I have a personal uh, Google Drive account. So uh, I haven't noticed it that that it's happened, but um, it is a little concerning if that is the case for some people. I was just going to add that I have a, 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 a Google account as part of my uh, Google Fiber Internet service. And uh, I, I throw some things in there. I, I'm not a big user of it, but uh, I've never noticed things disappearing. But, uh, you know, I never know it's not there until I realize it's gone. So, mm-hmm. yep. And I know a lot of. Go, Ben. Sorry. Go. I know a lot of school districts that use Google Drive. Sure. Uh, so this could be something major. Yeah, if it's school, yeah, for schools, for sure, especially. Yeah, for sure. If that's happening in there, and I, again, does uh, G Suite or whatever they call it now? I always forget uh, that. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of schools use that. I mean, I I have a, I have a, a spouse that is a teacher, and you know, they use it all the time. And I see some of the lack of security sometimes these school mm-hmm. districts have. Uh, and you know, Brian, you work as a, in a school district too. You know, so I mean, some schools are, are pretty decent with their security. Others can be kind of lax. So you'd be a little concerned about that. Yeah, we, we we don't use uh, Google products ourselves, but um, personally, I, I do do use uh, uh, Google Drive a little bit, but it's never for any mission critical stuff, and you know everything and everything that's important. It's like back it up, you know, back it up multiple times. Yep. So I, I can't help this, but they may have done. I mean, this may be a huge boon to students everywhere who no longer have to say the dog ate my homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Google Google yeah. lost my files. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be yeah. now it'll be now Google ate my homework. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And exactly. they can quote to this section of Mac voices, you know, t- as proof. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, you know Mark. I'll be getting emails yes. from teachers everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And, and if you want if you want a reason for skip school, wait to the next story. <laughs> you know okay, what? Well, Oh, I'm not. Oh, go ahead, Brian. Sorry. What's the next story? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a joke. Oh. oh, okay. I was just thinking with this, uh, with the deleting or the some of the files that may have been deleted. Um, I wonder if it has anything to do with the timing. Isn't isn't Google supposed to deactivate a bunch of uh, dormant yeah. accounts? Yes, and, yeah. Yeah, like it's like coming up soon. I, I I think it's maybe the end of this the week. year or. Oh, this week. Okay, yeah. December. Well, maybe the, yeah. I don't. Know, maybe the timing is, you know, not coincidental. I don't know. Maybe. I hadn't thought about that. That's interesting. Maybe somebody jumped the gun. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I wanted to bring one up uh, that Mark had, had brought up in in our Slack. Um, Mark, I'll let you run with this for a second because you had you, you had talked about this before about every time you go you click on a Zoom link to launch in Safari that it asks you if you have to. And I know you weren't happy about that. And now apparently Apple has done something about it. Oh, yes. So um, as I recall, I don't know, maybe it was three or four months ago, we were having discussion. We went, you know, off on, uh, you know, off topic, you know, as we are prone to do. And, (laughs) you know, the thing came up (laughs) about uh, launching apps. And uh, I was really you know, frustrated that evening that, you know, every day, every morning I have a, um, uh, well, I'll give a shout out to IBD investors of business daily live, you know, and they have a, they have a show and, you know, it's runs about 90 minutes, talks about, you know, what's going on in the market and different investing ideas and things. And it's hosted on zoom. And every day I get an email that has the link and I had to click on it and then have to click, you know, do you want Safari to open Zoom? And I click Safari to open Zoom and then join meeting and blah, 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 blah. And we had a big, long discussion about it. And I know, you know, Jim was involved in that, you know, about, you know, yes, they'd go through this. It's a safety mechanism and so on and so forth. And my point that I made, you know, quite viciously, you know, I'm sure I, use more than a feather, you know, <laughs> you know to, to pound my point across was that, you know, I do it every single time. You know, why do you waste, you know, my and who knows how many other people's time to go through this two-step process? Why can you not have an automatic default that when you click a link, you know, that opens a Zoom meeting that you automatically open it in Zoom? Well, I noticed Oh, I don't know, like two or three weeks ago, um, going through this thing, I saw something, you know, and, you know, sort of the bottom left of the screen of, you know, always, always open this link and, you know, always open this link with Zoom and click yes. And, you know, since then, it's just been, you know, it's just been wonderful. So, you know, whoever at Apple listens to uh, this podcast, um, thank you very much, you know, for responding and making this improvement in usability in your products. And if no one at Apple did that, well, then, you know, there's just random stuff that happens in the universe. But either way, it's a, it's a much better experience. And, you know, I figured you wanted to say, you know, thank you, you know, thank you, thank you. 
Probably someone at Apple uses Zoom. <laughs> I'd prefer to think that they, uh, they they watch the podcast. And if they do, we'll be sending you a list of feature requests after the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was when we were having the discussion about the Apple card, I was imagining Tim Cook watching us discuss this and thinking, I'm so glad that isn't actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember Tim Cook. I don't know what's it at, was it you know at some conference, and it was <clears throat> before they announced it, and he said, "Oh well, people love their credit cards, and you know, you know, we're interested in credit cards, you know, we're." And then he came out in you know, different ways, and I think even when they when they launched it, they said, "You know, people love their credit cards, and here's all the ways we're going to make it better with the Apple Card." So, um, you know, I think yes, Apple. You know, Apple moved you know user experience forward. Um, it's unfortunate, you know, their partner and things didn't work out. But you know, let's you know, let's hope that uh, you know they get a replacement partner and continue it forward with you know an increase in user friendly services instead of you know status quo or even worse, you know, decline. Mark, I I don't want to take us back to that subject. But <laughs> but you you made a really interesting statement there that you know they said we're going to make the credit card experience better, and they did. I mean, with with Brian's point about the, you know the end of the month expiration date of of the period, um, with the with the automatic funneling of of uh, of the earnings into savings accounts and all those things, they really did make the credit card experience better. And so, you know, now can they continue to do it <clears throat> with a new partner? I don't know, but just I, I I like that idea that you know we we talk so often about gee if Apple could only do this or if Apple if somebody would adopt Apple's methodology for improving that service, um, and it, this is real evidence that a lot of the time Apple does follow through on that. They actually make something better. Yes, they wow. do. So, you know, um, and again, what, one of the unique things about it is, you know, they have a, you know, uh, they had some sort of, you know, wheel that you could, you know, investigate, you know, if you have an outstanding credit balance of what it would mean and how much you could save, you know. So, I mean, yes, they made, you know, they made understanding using credit, you know, a lot more uh, simpler and easier to use. So in that regard, you know, it's, um, well, I don't want to rehash that prior discussion, but yes, I agree with you, Chuck. They did, they did make the credit card experience better, you know, in this, they made the opening zoom links better. And uh, let's hope they make other things better as we go into 2024. Agreed. Agreed. This Mac Voices Live session wraps up with a showdown between Apple Maps and Waze by Google. And you might be surprised at some of the conclusions. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'm Chuck Joyner. I'll see you then. As always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices each month.
Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.